Together we can love our bodies again Here on the gray scale Hi! Hi! Hi, I'm Sierra. And I'm Chrissy. And this is the Grayscale Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in last week. It was such a really it was a really good turnout. Um, yeah. So thank you for sticking with us as we've been transitioning into our new uh, schedule. schedule. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting there. We're falling back into things, no pun intended, in the fall, which is always crazy. I feel like it's crazy for everybody. It's not just us. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, well, hopefully it's not just us. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm making a lot of excuses for myself. But anyway, I digress. We're very excited um, about this week's guest, and we will introduce him in just a moment. Um, do you feel like there's anything to update people on? Um, no, not really. Um, there's definitely some things that we're probably going to talk about in the next couple weeks when Sierra and I do our next um, one-on-one episode that I've been learning about. But in the meantime, if anyone wants to Google stomach gripping. Oh, yeah. That thing you posted. That yes. was so enlightening. Um, highly recommend looking it up. Um, it's what happens to your body after lifelong stomach sucking in. Yeah. Um, I've learned about it recently. I'm learning more about it. But it's very, very interesting. So look it up. So that in the meantime, we can have a conversation about it. Love it. Love yeah. it. Well, without further ado, you guys, this is uh, Will Barto, this week's guest. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Hi. We're Hi. so excited yeah, to have you. I'm so excited for this. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, so tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Um, so I am 32. Uh, I work in marketing for Turner Construction. Um, I am also finishing school at Columbia um, at the at the moment, um, I went to Villanova before Columbia. Had a history of concussions, unfortunately, and uh, that has kind of bugged me around. But uh, finishing That'll strong, finishing strong, <laughs> yeah, That'll exactly. Do it. Hitting your head, not recommended, guys. Not recommended. <laughs> Amazing. Um, well, we know Will through a very dear friend of ours, Olivia, who's um, been on the show. Yes, she's been on the podcast as well. Um, and Will is her lover, if you will. Lover. <laughs> lover. Yes. Um, but that's how With we met. But that's how we met Will, and um, he and I actually one of you know one of the times that we were hanging out got to talking, and um, he has a lot to say. So I'm really excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to talk Let's about jump that. in. Let's jump in. All right, first question. Okay, so have you ever been complimented on weight loss or weight gain, and how did it make you feel? So I've been complimented on both uh, at times. So I, I at one point, had a very bad eating disorder. Um, I was anorexic and then became bulimic. I think that's pretty common Comments. for that to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I got compliments. I lost a lot of weight pretty fast as one does. One does when yeah. I have an eating disorder, very bad. And I had a lot of people being like, oh my God, wow, you look amazing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was awful. It was terrible. It was the worst feeling in the world because you kind of were like, oh yeah, thanks so much for confirming that this hor- horrible behavior is like a good thing, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And, um, but at the same, on the, on, you know, the opposite hand, I guess, uh, I remember after I got down probably to my lowest weight was like 150, mm-hmm. which is crazy mm-hmm. as a six foot tall, like guy who works out a lot. Like yeah. that's weirdly too small. Right. Yeah. Um, and I gained a bunch of weight back. And at the time I felt terrible, you know, having gained weight and I was so stuck on the scale and mm-hmm. you know, the number was higher. That was terrible. And like, I would weigh myself like five times a day. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. really bad. And I gained a bunch of weight back cause I, I went on, um, an antidepressant that if you 
purge on the antidepressant, you can have a seizure. Your electrolytes oh, get low. Wow. So I obviously stopped being bulimic, but was still binging. And, yeah. Um, and so I gained probably, you know, 20, 30 pounds in a span of, you know, a few months. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing crazy. And I remember going out to a bar one time and I saw one of my friends and she was like, wow, you look so good. You were way too skinny before. And I was like, Huh. This is really so it turns confusing. out this is just completely in my head. Yeah. yeah. You know, and this is completely like my brain is 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 the problem here, not yeah. like what I actually weigh and, and this and that. And so it's been interesting being on like both sides of that. Yeah. Getting like a fake compliment or not fake compliment, a, a real compliment, but like one that feels fake to you mm-hmm. with the weight loss. Right. But with the weight gain, getting a compliment and being like, huh, maybe I need to figure out how my brain's working as opposed to, you know, how I'm feeling. Yeah. I also just think it's like part of this bigger conversation of needing to shift out of the need to comment right. on somebody's yeah. weight or right. size. Like, I think that's that's really the the main issue because, you know, all of these things are, are these ideas and, and the eating disorder tendencies yeah. are born out of us, like, interpreting how somebody else thinks we should look. Yeah. And the thing about that is that like, first of all, you know, appearance and, and what you like to take in, in terms of, of anything, whether it's somebody's appearance or art, you know, whatever it's subjective, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's a personal preference and that's fine. You're allowed to have your personal preference, but I feel like we've taken, appearance too far to this like this thing of like oh well how you're supposed to look is fact it's not opinion and it's also it changes every 10 15 years yeah like there's like oh you should look like this in you know the 1950s yeah pinup girls and then it's like oh actually you know we want different here and then we want different here and even with guys you know you look at you know it's funny in some ways you look at a movie It'll be like the big tough guy, and you're like, yeah. this guy has never lifted a weight. Like Sean Connery, James yeah. Bond, yeah. the toughest guy in the world, the coolest guy in the world. Like, <laughs> he looks like he's he popped into a gym one time, was like, eh, I'm right, I'm just gonna keep drinking whiskey. And, right, yeah, you know? exactly. Like, but like that was like the tough guy, and now it's like The Rock, and you're like, oh, mm. all right, I can't. I mean, Paul Rudd was just announced sexiest true, man yeah. alive today. God bless. And last year it was Blake Shelton. So yeah. you know, there's That's true. we are. We're. I feel like we're adjusting that. Like the we're, whole. Like the whole. I mean, it's. It's insulting, I think, the whole dad bod stuff. Yeah. I, I think it's it's progress in terms of being like, we want you to look like a normal person. Yes. Not yes. like, oh, yes. I want chiseled abs and ripped pecs. But at the same time, it's like the whole dad bod. The name of the it. The name is, is like insulting. It's like, degrading. Well, well, yeah. You know. Well, it's also ageist. <laughs> also right, ageist. Yeah. It's like, oh, you look like you're like 45. And you're like, and also, like It's like, oh, you let yourself go. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. After the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Potentially problematic in, I mean, like, this is not me kink shaming because Lord knows. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I just think, you know, it's also kind of this thing of like, oh, it's like attractive to be like a daddy. Right, you right, know what right, I mean? Right. Like, it's also kind of that, which yeah. is, you know what? That's not everybody's cup of tea. So we don't always need to bring yeah. that into every conversation. Right, no, exactly. It doesn't always have to be about, yeah, well, daddy. And, yeah, and also just all of that all together, it's like, once again, we're, we're categorizing body types for people. Yes. Right. And then saying that some are more desirable than others. And yeah. once again, people might have different opinions on what that is. But once again, you're assigning a, a person to a look and like putting, right. putting them in a box and it's, yeah, someone might say like, okay, well, you look so great after you lost this weight. And then another person says it differently. 
it is irrelevant to the person who you're speaking to because they're experiencing it in real time. Right. And it's like, oh, I didn't realize, or I did realize I lost the weight, but I don't want you to know that. Like, well, plus, I'm dealing with plus some the shit. And you get the whole body dysmorphia stuff. Yes. Where you're like, you don't see what you actually look like. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, that whole... It's really crazy, thing. like, yeah. how your brain... Your brain is... I always say this. I'm like, your brain is your literally your worst enemy. Or <laughs> your best friend. It can be it your can. best friend. But it's often... Right. It's, right. It, it can easily be your best friend. When it should you have be a mental friend, illness, yeah, it can yeah, sometimes yeah. be Because it's, so, it's so tough. I remember, um, like, when I had the eating disorder, and I remember, like, checking in. I went to... Um, uh, Columbia Presbyterian in White Plains, uh-huh. like for like a program for a couple mm-hmm. weeks to kind of like get control of it. And right. I remember telling my like college friends, and they're like, "And this is their response. Their response is, what do you mean you have an eating disorder? You're in the best shape of all of us.' And I was like, that's, oh, that's, that's that's not that's not the thing, man. Like that's not like yeah, I, sure, I guess, but like also, I'm not you know, it, it got to the point you know, as an eating disorder does, you're also comparing yourself to like like Mark Wahlberg and mm-hmm. like, yeah. And then, and you know, and you you'd stop every once in a while and be like, why am I comparing myself to someone who is paid twenty million dollars a year just to be jacked? Right. Mm-hmm. He has a chef at a gym in his house, and literally his entire job. No offense, Mark Wahlberg. I think he's a good actor. But yeah. Like, your job is to be jacked. Yeah. And yeah. also act. That's what, that's what he's jacked. being cast yeah, to do. Exactly. You know. Well, right. And that's like you know when when you make it to that point in your career as an actor, like you you have the time. Right. Oh, of course. Because well, you have the time. He has you six months many... to prepare for the role, yeah, and exactly. he has a chef and a gym and also and a trainer. A trainer. And yeah, also, yeah. honestly, like I feel like so many of these guys are on you know steroids or whatever, and it's like plastic and surgery. It, right, right, yeah. Exactly. And it's yeah. Like, yeah it's it's like. And it's one of those things, it's always been interesting because as a guy, like, it's not talked about that much, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. with my friends, like, and I feel like I've had friends who have had issues with comparing themselves and, you know, like, yeah. working out too much and, like, mm-hmm. things like that and less, less eating disorders that I've seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, in terms of the same kind of body dysmorphia and, and, and it's interesting because it's just not... That felt tough for me because it was always talked about for like teenage girls, and it yeah. should be because obviously yeah. that's hor- it's horrible, you know the the way it's like oh here's Seventeen magazine here's this model right yeah like and it's like yeah she probably hasn't eaten four days before this picture and then they photoshopped it even thousand percent yeah um, but, but I always I, felt alone the standards a are there bit. for yeah. you guys right too. exactly and I always felt alone because it was like. It wasn't really talked about, and it's starting to get talked about more, which is really yeah. Well, that's why I, yeah. I was honestly so excited that you were interested in coming yeah. on the podcast yeah. because we've really never, we've we've never spoken to a, a straight man about this right. before, and yeah. and I think it's really interesting because I don't think it's talked about very much right. in the straight male community, which it's like, you know, yeah. that's a large demographic, yeah. you yeah. know, and. and and once again, like, I think it, it uh, it's very easy because I think a lot of women are vocal about their experiences, but there aren't many, at least in, like, like right, the media that I consume, I don't, you don't really hear a lot of men share whether it's eating disorders or mental health. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's general. And it's interesting because I remember we read um, that thing about Zac Efron when he was in Baywatch. And, mm-hmm. like, first of all, it's the most shredded person I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But, For like, in he, such a small body. <laughs> and, but, the, but the amazing thing is, like, 
so I, I've had a ton of friends where we talked about that. We mm-hmm. talked about Baywatch. We've been like, well, Zac Efron's in crazy good shape. Yeah. yeah. But like, there, he came out with an article being like, that was terrible. I yeah. was miserable. Mm-hmm. It was an awful experience. I don't recommend it for anybody. Yeah. It was not realistic. That article, I, I think I found by Googling or something. Like, it wasn't right, like... Yeah. It, it wasn't was like, like a popular news. article. Or I think of um, uh, Rob McElhaney from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And he... So he gained... 50 pounds, he, he was, you know, a uh, normal guy, and then he gained 50 pounds as, like, a joke for the, mm-hmm. just to show that, like, because in every TV show, everyone always gets, like, more attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. And so he was like, oh, I think it'd be funny if, like, I just look terrible and just, like, like gained 50 pounds in, like, three months or something. Like, Jeez. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was, he was like, I don't know if I'd do it again. But then he, like, lost a bunch of weight, but he ended up getting really in, you know, quote-unquote great shape. Yeah, for, yeah. Like, one of the seasons, and he was like, "Oh, it's so easy to do. All you have to do is have like a multi, you know studio back you, have, mm. hire the personal trainer from Magic Mike because mm-hmm. you can afford him. Cut out any food after 7 p.m. Oh, do you like to drink? Because you can't do that. Yeah. Like, and it was like, and I thought it was really interesting because it was a really cool way of looking at this is so unrealistic. Like the whole point of it was he was like getting into like crazy good shape because it was like this is ridiculously unrealistic it's not sustained no one can do because no one who has like a normal job can be like oh cool let me work out four or five hours a day yeah yeah have my meal preps and yeah and and have someone do that for you or if you're doing it yourself like you only are on set for say maybe like six five six hours of the day and then work out the rest of the time exactly and then they're you're scheduled into your day with your pt whatever home but I'm in, yeah. you know in, in theory in an office eight hours a day yeah mm-hmm. what can I you're nine hours if you include lunch like, right yeah what what am I supposed to find my four hours to work out right and also you know hang out with my girlfriend and yeah have dinner have, and have, have meals a... well I guess I wouldn't have meals in this case <laughs> yeah but, not in my case but it's, just, but... It's, but it's crazy and I think for a long time Hollywood and and I mean especially for me at least it was Hollywood mm-hmm. yeah but Hollywood is as portrayed just like absolutely unrealistic bodies obviously for women and as we talked about yeah, for women yeah. it's, it's talked about more now for men it's starting to be talked about a little bit yeah but even like Kum, um, Kumal What's Silicon Valley but yes, from yes. the Eternals and he yes. got in ridiculous like shape where Marvel like, shape yeah Marvel yeah, shape Marvel shape yeah right I guess yeah I guess it's just Marvel Chris Pratt yeah yeah and like Chris Pratt was, you know, you were funnier before, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, but it's... But now he's a serious... But it's interesting, because yeah, now it's so. getting talked about a little more when, like... Because it used to be, in, like, men's health, it would be like, oh, the Captain America died. Mm-hmm. And it was like, when you'd read it, you'd be like, when am I supposed to do all this? Yeah. <laughs> or, like, yeah. The, um, the Rock had a diet where it was like, you need, like, 20 pounds of cod a day. It's like, yeah. what, what am I... Where am I... Also, where am I going to go catch cod? Also, where are you going to get cod? 20 pounds yeah. of cod right. a day? Yeah. Like, yeah. come on, man. Jesus. Like, I'm sure you'll put on a ton of muscle working out for six hours and eating 20 pounds of cod a day. But, like, exactly. I, it's, I have a life. You would almost... I like beer. <laughs> like, you'd almost think it's satire when they release, right. like, these yeah. articles of, like, this is how so-and-so got in shape for this role. But they're, like, dead serious. It's oh, yeah. like, okay, they ate... You know, black coffee for breakfast, and right. then had like two... one boiled egg. Yeah, twenty-two yeah. pounds of boiled cod because you can't 
grill it or anything. Because like, that's you know, again, yeah. seasoning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, and you put one one grain of salt on it, you can't do it. It's also yeah. like I think there's right. something to be said for the fact that what works for one what quote unquote right. works yes. right. for one person doesn't work good, for everybody. What looks good on camera for this one guy in this one movie. Well, and what yeah. works for them in terms of like what they're putting in their body works, and I'm I'm saying this in quotations for those of you <laughs> listening, um, because you know it's 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 all about weight loss or weight yeah. gain in, yeah. in muscle. Case. Right, right. But it's like, you know, it's it, what, what quote unquote works for them is not necessarily going to work for you because everybody is individual right, exactly. and different. Well, and then also they're also in addition to their personal trainers and stuff, they're probably working with, you know, dietitians yeah. that can, you know, specify. They know exactly what exactly. vitamins they need, what nutrients they need. Right. Yeah. Based on their body. Specific. Well, that's, that's like, and, not really digressing, but kind of, but like, uh, Olivia sent me this, uh, it was like the fact, that, you know, the National Enquirer or whatever used to do the like worst and best beach bodies, except they still do it. Yeah. It's 2021. And they still and do I, it. I was reading and I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Cause also, it, I remember as a kid being in the grocery store with my mom and you know, again, I'm 32. So mm-hmm. as a kid, 20 years ago, you know, Oh my god, it was still two thousands. But let's say, <laughs> let's say the nineties. It was the nineties, and I would see you know the best and worst beast bodies and be like, "This is terrible." Mm-hmm. And if I could say that as as a you know an eleven twelve year old kid, twenty twenty one, like, come on guys, what what we, we got to do better than this? You can't be like, let let's look at this paparazzi shot of this fifty five year old mother of three, mm-hmm. and like there's a little cellulite right there. It's like, are you god kidding forbid. me? Are you kidding? And it's also, and the thing is, it, and so much of it is just the comparisons where I remember Henry Cavill, um, Superman, or Man of Steel. Yes, yes. He yeah. was on a late night show and they were like asking about a six pack. He's like, I don't have a six pack. He's like, I have that for like five days a year where I don't eat or drink for a week and a half beforehand and do nothing but like ab work. Yeah, Jesus. For that one scene, scene where we film every shirtless scene in the movie. Yeah. For those five days and every the rest of the time I live, you know, I'm a, I'm a normal guy. Like, right. It's I like beer and food. Unrealistic like, standards. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's what everybody looks at. Yeah. You know, because yeah. people, I mean, they don't have... I don't want to say don't have like role models, but it's like so many role models are, you know, actors and actresses. And like, yeah. yeah. I wish I could look like her. I wish I could look like him. You yeah. Know? yeah. Well, this yeah. is like Toxic. kind of the yeah. perfect lead into the next question too. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> so how do you think other people perceive um, you, your body, both in person and then on social media? Well, so it's interesting. So I gained a good amount of weight, I feel like during COVID. And so as I always, we all as, did. Right, as everyone should have. As, as everyone should have. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, I think like one of my, one of my friends was talking about this to me. Uh, we were up in Maine. He was like, dude, you've had the most wild like body transformations in, in your life. And I was like, no, this doesn't sound like a compliment, but okay. I was, like, like, yeah, I was like, this is interesting. Cause he was like, you like were bigger than like way too skinny than like really jacked. And like now like, like now you look good or something. And I was like, all right, uh, we'll see how you did that. And, you know, but it was, but yeah. it, was, it was one of those things where it's like, I feel like, I don't know. Like I always say to Olivia, cause she always, whenever we take a picture and post it, she's always like zooming in on everything. I'm like, no one does this. I don't zoom in on any <laughs> friend's pictures yeah, that I've true. ever seen. But like, <laughs> fair. but I'm also very much like, 
and I don't know, maybe maybe this is just me being like the straight guy where I'm like, oh, cool, double tap and scroll, like yeah, double tap and scroll. Yeah, Whereas like cool. a lot of people are like, I will zoom in on everything. And so all like, of a sudden catches my eye. I'm like, what does that say? <laughs> right. Every once in a while, I will. I will when a friend sends like a text and it's a live thing. I will always watch the live yeah. thing because there could always be something funny. But like I don't zoom in, so I don't really think about for social media. I don't really think about like how much or like how I look or like do I look different than I did in like other pictures and this mm, and that. Yeah. And then it's like even if I do, it's called growth. Everyone yeah. looks different. Yeah. I should look different now than I did when I when I met President Obama and like as my profile picture <laughs> yeah. is meeting President Obama and that was 2015. Like right. I should yeah. look very different. It's been six years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And, and I think that's such a great point too because we've talked about this before but like bodies really fluctuate so Absolutely, much. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think that there is maybe like a little bit of a different expectation between men and women in this way right. where like, you know, for, for women it's very much like, okay, so you were a size 2 when you were 18 and right. you were expected to be that size for the rest of your life and nothing should change and you should look right. like this whether you've had children or not yeah. whether you, you know, have gone through maybe emotional changes that have changed your your right just like changes that have changed your lifestyle right like changes in your life god forbid plus you know bodies just change over time i mean everything change and and again it all should change right but it is it is interesting i was just thinking because like my mom just texted me the other day about like sizing her Mm. clothes for christmas and Mm -hmm. i was like and i until honestly (laughs) this year was the first year i think i ever bought clothes for myself Mm -hmm. i've relied on christmas for clothes for forever love that uh it was just it was easier to just be like oh i'll just get my shirts and underwear and socks and pants once a year once a year and then it'll be like ooh, it's november i'm starting to get low on socks all right that's cool christmas is coming (laughs) so um so i was sending her the sizes and stuff and i was like oh they are and I got sending them, and I was very cognizant, and again, this is very much my brain, but I was cognizant, I was like, yeah, that is a little, the size, like, the size of the pants is a little bigger than it was, like, a couple years ago, and yeah. I was like, and I was like, shut up, Will, like, <laughs> or not Will, but shut up, brain. Yeah. Silly brain. It was like, who cares? Like, right. it happens, and like, you know, and I think that's something that, and it's not something that I've completely succeeded at, but it's like, being comfortable in your own skin mm-hmm. is the most important thing in the world. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's, it's certainly not impossible. It's very, very doable. It's very, very difficult. Yeah. And like, and especially it's one of those things where it's like every day you can be like comfortable, totally comfortable one day. And then the next day you're like, no, I'm just not today. I don't know why. I just, I don't like, I just don't feel good about anything. Mm, you know? yeah. And so that's, it's one of those things. It's like with all mental health where it's like, it's every day constantly. Yeah. Like, cause being, cause the best feeling in the world. And I've felt this before is like being completely content with yes. yourself yes and you're you know because yeah. being happy is great but there's a reason they say it's the pursuit of happiness right. yeah <laughs> happiness is really hard and it's fleeting and it, it should yeah. be if you were happy all the time you'd be the most depressed person in the world <laughs> yeah. yeah um so it's like you know i, I think contentment mm-hmm. is really the perfect Word. thing yeah. that you want yeah, yeah. Um, and i've been there and i've i've you know and but it's you know it's again it's always hard to keep and i think it's the same thing with with your body with everything like that is just being like I mean, but then, you know, then your mom texts you and you're like, oh, God, now you have to size 36 up. pants now. I used to be size th- 32. And you're like, who cares? Seriously, yeah. though, who cares? Pants are pants. Yeah, pants exactly. Are pants. And I think that's the biggest thing is we all judge ourselves so much more harshly than anyone else would. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And I don't know, I, I heard this recently, and obviously this is so much harder to, like, come to terms with, but I heard someone say, like, your body is a reflection of where you are in your life today, mm-hmm. and you should not be the same way you, your, your body shouldn't look the way it did 10 years ago, because you are not the same person you were 10 right. years ago, you've yeah. experienced different things, you live life differently. Your cells have changed oh, yeah. in that amount of time. Yeah. Like, if you're even just looking at it from a scientific yeah, perspective. Like my hair shouldn't look the same. Yeah. 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 Your literal physical cells yeah. are not the same cells yeah. that they were that long ago. Yeah. Ten years ago, like, it, it, it's that a lot of things happen, you know, every year. Like, you're, yeah. you experience life differently. Some people develop like mental illnesses within a year or physical yeah. illnesses in a yeah. year. Or heal from it. Or yeah, heal. Exactly. Yeah. Or they discover new passions yeah. in life. And so say like, you know, one year you work in this you, you work in an office and then you decide that you want to change life and you want to travel the world. Right. Your body should look different between those two lifestyles. Yeah. Right. And one year ago, a pandemic comes and you can't you can't go to the gym. Can't go to the gym, and you hate running. You can't do anything. I literally remember calling my parents the day of the shutdown, being like, "I guess I have to get into running." And I tried, and it was like, "This is the worst thing in the world." I I was like, "I hate running." I hate running. We pretend to go run. We would start with a jog and then end up walking like six miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, that was it. Was it was so funny um, because I was in Garrison uh, with my mom, Mm -hmm. and we were just there with nothing to do, so it was great. Like, I would take a couple walk breaks, and then I'd run or I'd bike. I remember I run keeper on my phone that you see use that all the time. It's a great app. Yeah, yeah. I use Runkeeper. I have the, the depressing little thing next to it where it's like the cloud because it like it needs to update. Yeah, I have to, to redownload it because it's like I, I hate running so much. But, but also like if you hate it, you should. There's got to be another form of like well, well, your body thing. that feels I was hoping, better. So I always hated it, and I was hoping I would learn to like because people are yeah. You know, so, I have so many friends that love running. Same. You know, yeah, so I was like too. maybe I can de- like learn how to at least tolerated and I was like no I honestly but that's the other thing too is that like for some people it's not right for your body right yeah I hate I hate it too I there was someone I know who ran the New York City Marathon without training for it that's just because she it took her like 10 hours right but she could physically run that long I can't run that long yeah I would rather like (laughs) I used to I used to run um I used to do like back when I would like like do cardio like, mm-hmm. intensely and mm-hmm. had like yeah. had like an eating disorder and even then I wouldn't run. Yes. I would do I would do sprints. Yeah, I was a sprinter. Of, I would sprint like fifty like fifty point five miles. Yeah, because I would be like, and my, my argument for this was, in real life, because at this point I'm like 24, 25. Yeah. I'm like in real life, when am I ever gonna have to run more than a half mile? If, if if I'm a half mile in and the bear's still there, I'm gonna get eaten. Yeah. Like, if the cops are still there, I'm gonna get caught. I don't need to run seven <laughs> or eight fair. miles because like that's never gonna be a situation some, I'm involved. At in. some point, there's gonna be a wall, a fence, right, exactly. a hop the fence, and like now, the, oh good, I escaped the bear. Yeah. That was always my thought. I was like, a half mile is about the length I need to do. Yeah. That's Anything good. more than that is. Just that's a very practical way of looking yeah. at it. I I love that. Yeah. Right. I will say my friends who ran like they never had a comeback to that. They, <laughs> they yeah. never were like, but yeah. I was like, no, there's no but. There is well, no you but. Can't argue, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, shall we? Yeah. yeah, let's go. Okay, so has anyone ever made a comment about your body that changed the way you perceived yourself? Yeah. So again, you know, similar to, I, I think the big one that stands out to me is the one I mentioned before, where I just gained like, a, yeah, 
you know, 20, 30 pounds, whatever, mm-hmm. which felt like, you know, a, a billion. And yeah. like, I felt horrible on myself. I didn't want to go out that night. I just, I was, I wasn't in a great place mentally, mm-hmm. but like, I think part of me felt like that was because of like, oh, I gained all this weight. I look terrible. And then like, right. and my friend telling me, wow, Will, you know, you look so healthy. Like you look, you were, you were, you were a little skinny before. And I was like, wow, that's, huh, that's kind of a game changer. Cause you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't look at it the way I've been looking at it. Mm. Um, so, I mean, that was a really positive way yeah. of looking at that. Um, I honestly don't think I've ever had a really negative comment said to me. I mean, again, honestly, the negative comments were the compliments mm, when yeah. I was like, when I had the eating disorder. Right. Yeah. It was like, those were just, just pushing it forward. Um, so those are probably the most negative, even though they were meant to be positive. But I don't think I've ever had anyone negatively comment on my body that like changed the way I saw it it's only been like positive things well that's good yeah, yeah. no I mean it's I'm, I'm very lucky in that way or I've just repressed it successfully but I, I, I mean you know I'm very lucky <laughs> in that way too. and like yeah. um, I'm very lucky I have a, a, a pretty good girlfriend uh, who is, <laughs> is pretty good about um, complimenting me in, in ways that are, that are really nice. Yeah. Makes me feel good about myself. That's so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. we love her for that. Too. We do love her. That's not. That's not good. <laughs> she's fine. She's, she's, she's fine. She's good. <laughs> um, yeah. No, and I I love that interpretation of the question too because I feel like a lot of times our minds would go to like, oh, what yeah. negative thing, you know? But but I do think that there are times that it it can be a positive thing too. I mean, I I I think again. Just going back to the idea that, you know, commenting on people's bodies needs to just go out the window. Just, stop, just yeah. yeah. Because because it can have such an effect. Right. It can have such an intense effect, and you don't know what kind of effect it's going to have. Yeah. And beyond that. Because you could be that, like, wow, you look so great. Like, you've lost so much weight. And they're like, yeah, I have a disease. Yeah. Oh God, that's the worst thing. Right. Or even saying like, wow, you look so healthy to someone could be like, what does that yeah, mean? What does that mean? Yeah. Well, and we've even had people on the on the show say that before. Yeah. You know, it's like that means something different to every everybody right. you say it to. Well, yeah. And I think it's one of those things. It's funny as you were talking about that, I was like, honestly, the most worst comments I've ever heard about my body came from my brain. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. Yeah. Or it'd be like, like when Carney was, uh, my friend, was talking about like the different sizes or like how like I fluctuate yes. and I immediately was like, what are you going to say about me now? What are you going to say about me now? And yeah. it didn't. Yes. But like in my head, I was like, oh God, he's going to say like this or that or this. And it was like. Well, and again, I think it's this, this idea in our brains that big equals bad. Right. And, and that's the thing that I feel like we're, we're working really hard to come back yeah. because it's, it always comes back to that. And it's like, even the negative comments that then come up in your own mind after right. that, it's always like, well, do they think I look X, Y, Z? And it always right. has to do with, do I look bigger than I should? Or do they think I look right. X, you know, like whatever. And and it always has to do with being big in some yeah. way. And I think that something I- Or weight somewhere. But right. It's, but it's interesting though, because I will say, just to slightly disagree, as a, as a, as a guy who like works out, Small is just as bad. Right. Like that's, it's that's it's so interesting important. because that's good. there's yeah. so much where like like my friends say it always as a joke. I have relatively small calves. Mm-hmm. They're very strong. <laughs> I can like like calf press a lot of weight, but like my calves they just genetically are small. Yeah. Right. And the the running joke is like, oh, fuck with small calves, and like mm-hmm. and that I'm fine with because it's funny. But there is that like there's just that masculinity of like 
you know, and, and I, listen, jacked. I'm right. Or yeah. being like, you know, I've made this joke before with, with friends where I've like, oh, I've seen bigger arms on a snake, you know, like mm-hmm. or something like that. And it's like, but like that can also be like a problem. So I, I, as a guy, it's interesting because obviously there's still the same like fat phobia. Of yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to be big, but also I do want to be big. You don't want to be, be like, you don't want to be quote unquote the wrong right. kind of thing. Right. Yeah. But you also don't want to be small. Yeah. Because you don't want to be like, look at the scrawny guy. Right. Yeah, I was going to say. Which is also a problem. It's like, it's the, so I'm not like disagreeing, but I'm no, saying No, but I'm really glad yeah, that you brought yeah, that up yeah. because again, this is not you know, something we right, get to talk right. about very often on this podcast. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the weird, not weird, interesting things about like men and like men who like work out is like, it is such a, yeah, you have to like thread the needle because you yeah. can't be like, and, and I'm sure it's the same with, with women because like. I know I have friends that are like, oh, she's too jacked. And I was like, dude, come on. Like, mm, yeah. like figure out, find, like, everyone's too something. Yeah. Right. And it's just like. If we're looking at, like, yeah. a body spectrum, right. I think, like, where men are wanting to be placed or being tro- told they should be placed versus women is different, but they're still being right. pigeonholed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. Right. Exactly. Like, it's very different spots. Mm-hmm. Because Both like, rooted in fat folk. Because, yeah. like, yeah, and, like, and there there are, you know, there's the whole idea of, like, you know, the dorky guy, like, mm-hmm. oh, look at that, like, look at that loser. Like, yeah. He doesn't even lift, bro, you know? Yeah. Like, so there's, like, both sides of it. Yeah, my, my best friend, he, um, or one of my best friends, we, or not we, but, like, in high school, like, our friend group would always equate him to those, um, like, blow-up noodle people outside yeah. of car oh, no. dealerships because yeah. he was like six two and like the size of a pinky yeah and, and with, some people like, just can't gain weight like i have friends who no. work out all the time like just lifting they don't do cardio all exactly. they do is lift and eat a ton and they just can't put on muscle yeah yeah and it's like and it's such a it's such a weird thing because like and then i have like so one of my friends his ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. used to be like well i don't want to lift because i'm gonna get too bulky and i was like that's mm-hmm. and i was like do you see how much we lift and eat to try and get bulky, it doesn't work that easily. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I did like eight push ups and now I got triceps for days. It's like, <laughs> I wish. Yeah. That'd be amazing, but you know. Well, but then again, too, it's also like, okay, well, what is considered quote unquote bulky on this person's right. frame? Right, exactly. You know? And also, well, what is too bulky for 2021? Yeah. Too bulky for, like, if you lifted weights in the 80s, you were too bulky. Yeah. If you yeah. touched a weight, you were Arnold Schwarzenegger. Or you, you were too bulky. Yeah. Because everyone else, it was like, Patrick Swayze was like, again, we talked, you know, jacked, yeah. but like, Patrick Swayze is a skinny, tiny little man. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I always think of that, that was like the worst mm-hmm. SNL sketch of all time, the Chippendales one. Oh. Yeah. Chris rough. Farley. Rough. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Because like, it was so much worse because the whole sketch, if you haven't seen it, Google it. Mm-hmm. The first like part of it is, I mean, Chris Farley is an incredible athlete absolutely incredible athlete and like that i think is yes. the point of it but then at the end they just like oh we're gonna pick him because because you're fat and it was like oh and my that god was how it, ended. it was like you guys i mean he's classic snl yes. you can't don't know how to finish a sketch but, <laughs> yeah. um, but it was i just remember reading about it um i read chris farley's autobiography and reading about it and they were like yeah like whoever decided to end it that way was like the worst person in the world because mm-hmm. like it like hurt chris mm-hmm. and it like just wasn't funny and it was just mean and hurtful but but the point is sorry i no, very much okay. digressed there i love a good tangent <laughs> um, yeah. is that like yeah like it depends on the time period of like mm-hmm. what is you know because you know in the i know for you know for women i mean you could just look at 
don't even know if Playboy exists anymore, but like, you know, for what was like yeah. in at the time. And then it's like, that's not in 10 years later, but you have all the people growing up from that period that are like, this is what I need to look like. Yes. And that's yes. where you get plastic surgery, you get things like that, you get obsessive gym, you get eating disorders, you get all that. Because it's like, oh, like today, right now, you'll watch a movie. We watched Cabin in the Woods the other day. Mm-hmm. And the like nerdy character is Jesse Williams. And I know part of that is a joke because it's like he's not really a nerdy character, but it's like Jesse Williams is gorgeous and jacked. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's like, why is this guy the like nerdy character? Right. And it's like, well, because it's compared to Chris Hemsworth. And it's like, well, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth is the cartoon character. He's not real. Yeah. That but, it is, was, but, it is, was but it's just so hard because it's like for, you don't even know what you're trying to be. And yeah, you should yes. just try and be the healthiest or best person you are. Right. But instead it's like, well, I have to look like this. And that's, and that's, I think what we were talking about before where yeah. the whole idea of having to look a certain way is just absurdly toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I do think it's great that you're bringing up all of these like kind of iconic male figures too yeah. in, mm-hmm. in today's society, because I think that that is very much a look into what, men today yeah. are holding themselves to like yeah. the standards that that men are having to hold themselves to and it's still unrealistic like it's, oh, yeah. it's mm-hmm. just as unrealistic as as what women are having yeah. to hold themselves to it's just it's it's just like it's talked about a little less because men are <laughs> not all men but men are fragile and like <laughs> and sometimes admitting like that you're embarrassed or that you have i mean admitting like for me admitting that i had an eating disorder to my friends was really hard yeah because again they were very, they were very supportive, but they were very like, I don't understand what that means. Like, what, why? Yeah. And I was like, well, I, if I knew why, I wouldn't have one. I wouldn't be going yeah. into this two week program if I knew why I had an eating disorder. I'd just be like, oh, yeah. I think it also I have it for this reason. Now I'm done. You know. <laughs> yeah. And I think it all also t- stems from like I think that women are like given the permission to like say their feelings and talk about their problems in certain areas and a lot of times it seems like for men specifically straight men are not are there's the like men men don't cry push your feelings down yeah not to push your feelings down bury the boy bury the boy bury the boy bury the boy yeah Yeah. no that's it's such a thing yeah um i remember i like i had a conversation with my brother who was a three-sport athlete all through high school and then went to college, stopped being an athlete, and obviously with that comes like a huge body change. And I went on this big like pro fat rant about how like everyone needs to accept their bodies and your your body looks the way it does now because your life brought you this way. You know, that like pretentious tangent that we all like to go on <laughs> when we stand on our soapbox. Yeah. And he just goes yeah, that's great, but, like, you're still talking about bodies. Mm. He's like, you're still saying that, like, I need to like how my body looks, but she's like, sometimes I don't, and I think that that's also okay. Yeah. And I was like, touche. Yeah. I was like, you're right, you're right. You shouldn't have to feel like you have to love your body, but you shouldn't feel like you have to meet an expectation. Right. right? You should only be, and I was talking about this um, with my family the other day, we were talking about, like, you should only compare yourself to yourself and even then people are still hard but at least then you're comparing yourself to yourself Mm -hmm. right you know and like and like you said you're gonna have changes of you know at least in my high school yeah everyone played three sports so it's like you know 
College came and it was like, oh, hello. You're like, here's beer. I can get Domino's and no every exercise. day. Yeah. And I, I oh, I'm, I've been, I'm doing a meal plan. I can just, and I can pick fries and pasta every day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And beer and then smoke a little pot and then. Fuck yeah. Oh, it's so funny. I can say that now because yeah. it's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, smoke a little weed and then, and then order Domino's. And, and stay like, up till 4 a.m. Yeah, every right. day. And then like. like, and like Oh, and I don't have to go work out because my coach, I don't have a coach. Mm-hmm, my coach right. isn't like, hey, Barto, get to the weight room. You're like, oh, I don't want to. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't have a coach. Yeah. 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 And it's like, I mean, there should be a whole thing on like adjusting to college life. That is general, true. Because like, I mean, I, like people always talk about the freshman 15 and it's like, you should love your body, but it's also like you, you probably shouldn't eat like a monster every five you, seconds you, you know you should be treated in a like, way when you grow up that I you should, are yeah. given the ability like, like i should have known that like if i ate pizza and pasta for a whole year or uh not pizza pizza pasta french fries <laughs> for all my meals like that just wasn't healthy right but like, not about the weight gain but just that just wasn't healthy <laughs> yeah and I, like no one told me that and i and i and i, I yes. want to be like i should have known but I was, I was 18 i didn't know nothing yeah. And Sarah, you talk about this all the time where, like, you finally had the freedom yeah. to, like, eat whatever you wanted. See, I think everybody needs to go through that. I, I think right. that's just a part of life. That's like that's a... Mm-hmm. And then there's this whole stigma around it because of the stigma of, of you know, Gateway. size. Right. But it's like, oh, well, actually, like, yeah, are you not going to be the healthiest that year? Probably. But you're right. also 18. You'll bounce back. <laughs> Very true. Like, Very you're going to be yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah you're going to be doing six... Vodka shots within ten minutes. Oh of course, you're not going to be the exactly. healthiest. But you know thing what? You're going to outgrow that. Yeah, yeah. You're going to because that is about learning how to fuel your body and learning how to nourish your body in the way that yeah. you need. And you're going to fuck up for a while. Like that's yeah. that's a learning curve. I mean, do I think that children should be taught better how to listen to their bodies? Yes. yes. And do I think? <laughs> and do yeah. I think that yeah. that would yeah. actually avoid a lot of that need for right. eating that way for right. a year of your life? Absolutely. What's well, just knowing, like, yeah. uh, what's the word? Knowing, not limits, but kind of... Listening to your fucking body. Yeah, just being like, yeah, maybe intuitive. I shouldn't intuitive. get high and eat pizza tonight because uh, I'm really full. But, like, but why wouldn't I? But right. I, because I can. I can. Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. I also had this realization when I was a freshman in college, too, that um, when I was really stressed out, I would go down to our little, like, seed mart in yeah, our dorm yeah. and I would get a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream and I would sit and I would eat the whole thing which by the way there's nothing wrong with I like still almost exclusively eat an entire pint of ice cream anytime I sit down to have yeah. ice cream because that's how okay. it should be eaten yeah. but the whole, point of, the whole point of ice cream is I digress not, but sometimes I'm not actually later. in the mood yeah. for an entire pint right. nowadays and I don't feel like I have to eat the whole thing right. but anyway so I would do that and then I would feel like shit about myself because I had all of these, you know, right, I, I had all these yeah. things yeah. about that and what that meant for me and how I was a terrible person somehow because I was gaining weight. But um, but I realized in a therapy session that the reason that I was doing that was because I was actually needing human connection. And I, <laughs> and I didn't know how to ask Stop. for that because I, like, hadn't really made my like core friendships yet and I right. felt like there were all these people who were pre- just pretending to like me because that's how everybody feels freshman year yeah. college. Oh my god, yeah. Right? And you start being like, are my parents paying people to hang out with Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And then oh I was like, god. oh, so I'm actually like eating out of stress because what I really need is somebody to talk to. Right, yeah. I just need a friend to hang out with right. and like, I just don't, yeah, yeah. No, and that that's like, okay. Because well, most of the time, at least for me, like, like when I would like, when I, 
was bulimic and it was binging basically. Mm-hmm. It was like I mean part of it was obviously restricting. Yes. Like being anorexic led to the binging mm-hmm. and then one time I just threw up because I had eaten too many like Oreos or something. And yeah. I just threw up and was like, huh. This way I won't feel all like disgustingly full tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like it had nothing to do with like it was a weird thing because I wasn't with bulimic. It wasn't about the weight gain or a weight gain or anything. It was, it was just literally being like if yeah. I like binge on a Saturday that Sunday was a terrible day because right. I had like 80 pounds of food in my body. Right. And I would just feel like I can't even like lay down comfortably. Yeah. And so it just became a way to avoid that feeling. And then like, but the binging itself was very much because of restricting. Right. And like I, it was, I was feeling like, you know, like you were saying with the ice cream, it was like, you're feeling a need. Like for me, it was just, my body wasn't getting enough food during the week. And then it would hit like the weekend or day fuck it why not like yeah. let's eat everything like I and I and I was doing it like drugs like I would sneak out to the grocery store like, yes. in yes. the morning it's, like, it's, get it's food so and, like, like a, throw everything out in a garbage bag upstairs in my room yeah you yeah. do it like yeah, shamefully it's elusive it's and like anything, any, and, that, and that's the thing it's like I think anything that you're that you're hiding that you're doing is like you, it's just a bad sign well, yeah, it's an like that's an addictive right. tendency. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that was the other thing is like so I grew up like my dad is an alcoholic, um, like alcoholism like runs in my family. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, you watching man, we learn too much from movies and TV. We really do. <laughs> but like watching TV and movies, you learn about like drug addiction and yeah. you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So it was like gambling addiction. I had friends who had gambling problems. Like all of this stuff, I was prepared to get addicted to. So I was very, very like cognizant of like no, 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 yeah, no, no. But it was like, but food? 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 Yeah. It's like, nah, come on. You I need that. Oh, yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Well, and I think really more than that, it's it's a, it's a feeling addicted to, because don't, don't you release endorphins when you eat? Am I yes. making that up? Yeah. No, yes, so, yes. like, I think it's addicted. It, you're, yeah. you're addicted to that feeling. Right. And, and it's the like, binging was amazing. It was so much right. fun. And then, but then, and of then course, you feel like bad. you said, then you'd have that, oh my God, I'm the worst person in the world. Yeah. Right. Like, and yeah. instead, it's like, well, if you just, if you just if really just, like stop for one second and pay attention to what your body's asking you for. Right. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing that was so crazy was like, I wouldn't, if I was at like a, a, a dinner thing and all they had was pizza, I just wouldn't eat. Mm. Like, Let's say Monday, Sunday through Friday, that would be my, my move. I'd be like, well, we're just not having dinner because I'm not going to eat that piece of pizza. It's so bad for you. Mm. Like, and, it, and for me, it wasn't, it wasn't the calories really. Because again, and maybe that's just as a guy, it wasn't the calories. It was like, but the pizza, that's just bad for It's just the, the, you know right. that's yeah. bad. Yeah, I just it's know it's bad for you. So I was like, I just won't eat it. Meaning of it. But then like Saturday would be like Saturday at you know, 2 in the morning. I'd sneak out and be like, all right. Now I'm like, gonna get an entire pizza. Oh yeah, and eat the oh, whole yeah. thing. Oh yeah, and that's the thing. And if I just ate yes. a goddamn slice of pizza when you on Thursday it. night yeah. at, a, at the dinner, I wouldn't be like I'm craving pizza or I'm craving cookies or ice cream yeah. or whatever. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, so much of that was just restricting, and like a lot of that was, like, I just I don't know what I, I don't know what happened. It was like going into my junior year. Well, it was going into my junior year at Villanova, and I like had lost a bunch of weight. So I gained a bunch of weight freshman year, mm-hmm. lost some weight sophomore year to get back to like what I weighed in high school. So like yeah. my like norm, quote unquote normal weight, mm-hmm. and then lost a bunch of weight, and then instead of like my sophomore year, I ate and drank like a normal person. Like I didn't like I lost a bunch of weight that summer. I worked out and like ate healthy every day, mm-hmm. and then like went back to school and was a, like a normal person. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm gonna eat pizza. Yeah, I'll drink beer. Like hell yeah, and then for some reason, like my weight didn't change because I. 
I don't know, I worked out enough or whatever. Yeah. Because you were just like right. being right. And I was, right. Yeah. Exactly. I wasn't I wasn't overdoing it or anything. And then that the summer after my sophomore year, I like did the same like workout and eat healthy for, you know, the three months or whatever and lost like more weight. And now it was like too skinny, but then had like I was like a switch flipped in my head or something where I was like, if I eat one piece of bad food, it's all coming back tomorrow. And mm-hmm. that's the worst thing in the world to me for some reason. Well, and like, and it's, and it's like you say, I mean, we, part of that is fighting that. Why is that the worst thing in the world? Yeah. Why would that be the worst thing in the world to be back to 180 mm-hmm. instead of 150? Yeah. Like 150. Stupid. Like you are under well, that's the BMI, get... which is the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah. Would even be like, will eat something. Yeah. Please. You get all fixated on yeah. the numbers yeah. and that's right. when it becomes a problem. And that's when you start weighing yourself every day and you're right. like, oh, yeah. I'm up, I'm up 0.6 pounds today from this morning. It's yeah. Like, yeah. No shit, you stupid idiot. Well, you drank water and ate like a salad. Of course you gained something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if we've actually necessarily defined this on the podcast before, but I think I read this somewhere and I just, I liked the definition of it. The, the definition of disordered eating has to do with when you are obsessing about yep. food. Yes. Right. You could be, you don't have to be anorexic. You don't have to be. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to be diagnosed with anything. You, if, right. If you're obsessing about, oh, this, if you're like, I look at my, my mom sometimes and I'm like, like, cause she did like the new map or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. eh. you're weighing this little piece of like thing so that you know how many grams it is so you can put in the app. And I was like, I guess you have to because that's how the app works. But also like, that's just what seems, it's for. Uh, that seems weird, man. Like that yeah. seems weird to me. But I guess I won't be sharing this with her. But. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. We rag uh, on our moms on this podcast too. <laughs> but no, but it's, I don't know. It is, it's interesting, especially like recovering from an eating disorder where mm-hmm. you like, will look at other people and you're like, huh. Like, huh. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe you don't weigh that. Maybe you just eat it. Yeah. Well, you'll never get over, like, the eating disorder brain where you're, right. like, where, where either you're you constantly see it, right. see it and yeah, you recognize yeah. it. You're, like, yeah. you know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Like, and then you have, then there's, like, then you have to, like, I do this where I'll overstep and I'll be, like, just so you know. And they're, like. Right, and they're like, "Oh my god, you just saw into my brain, and I really didn't want to." I do, do that but like the like, other. <laughs> this is a, this is a bad place right here, like right yeah. now. I was like, I yeah. just feel like you should be allowed to have that, and they're like, "Don't even talk to me." Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had this really wonderful. I'm just going to share this little tidbit because yeah. it actually just came up this week. But um, I had so Chrissy and I did a presentation at my work oh, um, about this, yeah. which was very exciting and really rewarding in so many ways, and um, it it actually. Uh, the presentation and just like this conversation in general came up um, in our in our lunchroom the other mm-hmm. day, and uh, one of my coworkers in the lunchroom she was like, "This is like a real moment of vulnerability for me. This is not what I usually do," but she was like, "Your presentation was really." I learned. She was like, "I had a huge takeaway from it." But it was really hard for me to sit through it because it was right. really it was uncomfortable too, like, for me. And I actually yeah. had yeah. to like yeah. step away oh, because yeah. it was really hard for me to take in in that moment. And I think that like yeah. that's something I've been thinking about a lot too. Like I do think that sometimes this – well, always. This this topic of conversation is very sensitive for, for people because right. it's right. so personal. It's so personal. And everyone's going to react to it differently. Yes. Right. Like you said, everyone's different. Everyone's had their own experience. Right. Some people don't even realize they do something, yeah. but they're like, I know I don't want to talk about it. Right. Like, yeah. But it was so – I was so glad that – and I told her. I was like, thank you so much for telling me that because – 
you know, like, I'm sorry I made you uncomfortable, but like, right. my, you're like, my, sorry, but I'm not sorry. I'm yeah. just, I'm yeah. like so glad that you have that takeaway and that means mm-hmm. so much to me because that's like all I could ever ask for, right, you know? Right. Um, yeah. yeah. But on that note, I think this is a good, a good point for the next question. Yes. So, um, on a scale of one to 10, how would you rank your mental health regarding your body? We've talked a lot about it. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, probably seven or eight. Like, okay. I mean, and I think of that as a good number. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm someone with like I had kidney stones recently, and I, which is the worst. Oof. And I was in the hospital, and they were like pain one to ten. I was like, it's a nine. I was like, I, I this is the worst I've ever felt, but I'm sure there's a ten. So I'm someone that yeah. like, <laughs> I'm never ever gonna be a one or a ten. Yeah. So I would say seven or eight. I mean, I definitely um, want to get back in the gym, like mm-hmm. lifting again, because I just haven't really done that since yeah. COVID, and. and so it's funny because like my biggest concern is not like big or small. It's like I feel weak. Yeah. Like I feel totally. like a weak man. That's how I felt when because like yeah. I was quote unquote in the best shape of my life right before COVID. Yeah. And I was like going to the gym like three times a week and then supplementing it with like skating with cardio, and I felt great. And then I couldn't go to the gym and now I feel like I like it's like I don't want to go back, but I I'm miss so scared. That I'm so scared of getting on the bench press and being like, oh my god, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like this is my max. This yes. Is my, like, I'm, I'm so scared. I'm so that scared and squats too. I used, and deadlifts and everything. I'm I used like, to be able to do like pistol squats and stuff, and now I can't. And I'm like, I just don't. Well, and it's know. it's scary with anything to be like, oh my god, have I peaked in terms of my strength? Yeah. Because like, yeah. I'm 32. Like I'm you know, I'm not getting younger. Like, <laughs> I'm like because like I really really wanted to get into the 1,000 club, mm-hmm. which is like bench press, squats, and yeah. deadlifts, and like, I do front squats, not back squats, which makes it a lot harder, but I think I was like, I think bench was like just short of 300, squat was like 255, something like that, mm-hmm. and deadlifts was like 430, mm-hmm. so it was like, I was close, like yeah. I was getting there, there was a chance, there. and now I'm like, oh man, so like, yeah. for me, it's funny, because I mean, it's not funny, it's just a different way of being fucked up, but uh, but it's like, <laughs> it's not about like, it's not about like, oh, I'm too big. Like that that's still there a little it's, bit from like younger me. But, but most of it is like I just feel weak. And like uh-huh. I'm like, oh god. Like dirt because in the beginning of COVID, I was just doing push ups all the time and I was I think I did like twelve hundred in a day or I don't remember what it was. Impressive. It was it was, was a lot. Really it was it was too many. But like <laughs> it like the next like three days I was sore and I was like, that was stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm just like straining <laughs> my shoulders. But but it was like I I was in like like I thought very good shape and then I actually my cousin built um up in Maine a like outdoor gym thing and I was like cool. I haven't lifted at that point in this was like August so it's like I haven't lifted in, you know nine months or yeah something. so I was like oh who, you know here goes nothing and it was like oh my god I remember I remember texting Olivia being like all my strength is here I feel amazing like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like hitting all like my, like not not like my highs highs but it was like mm-hmm. oh I'm like crushing I was like I feel so good and then, you know, COVID, unfortunately, continued. Yes. Um, and so it's like, it's been a minute. So I'm really looking forward to getting back in the gym. So we'll see um, We'll see what my mental health is regarding my body after that first workout. Yeah. Yeah. The workouts do make you feel better. Yeah. Too, so. and I no, but I mean, like, in terms of, like, if, yeah. if I'm, like, 185 and I'm, like, struggling with it, I'll be like, oh, God, I feel terrible about oh, my, God, about I my strength it. right now. Yeah. Yeah. But, but there's also, like, that's, that's looking at, I think – working out in such a different lens where it's like I am doing this because it makes it makes me feel like I'm capable and my my body's able to do more as opposed to I'm doing this to look a certain way yeah and a lot of that I think is you know being you know almost two years in a in a 
a pretty good relationship, uh, <laughs> a beautiful relationship. Uh, and you know, I think a lot of it is like, obviously, I want to look good for her, but it's not that like obsessive. Like when I was single, right. and I was like, oh man, every day I have to be Henry Cavill on the right, set of, yes. on the set of Man of Steel filming a shirtless scene, right? Yes. Because like I gotta be ready in the bar to be like, oh, we pull my shirt off, <laughs> you know, like like the situation or some some shit. But, yeah. Um, yeah, well, this is yeah. a good little segue. Yeah, then it is. <laughs> As oh, we yeah. bring up your significant <laughs> other, um, so has a significant other ever commented on your body positively or negatively, and how did you react, or how did it make you feel? Yeah, so I mean, so my girlfriend Olivia is very, very good about like, com- like complimenting me, and like, I mean, you know, to put her on the spot, it would be like, you know, I'll be like walking around shirtless, and she's like, oh my god, I love that body, like, just something <laughs> like that, and like, but it's like something that small. Yeah. makes such a difference. It yeah. makes you feel really mm-hmm. good about yourself, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so I, I'm really blessed that way um, to have a, a great partner who just compliments me and, and is never like, you don't look good today. You know, like, <laughs> not, I, I can't even imagine, I can't imagine her ever saying that. But like, you know, it's... But, it, but it's, do say but that. It's, but there it's, are but it's also, But it's yeah. also like, it's nice to hear it you hear the positive yeah. comments, so it's not even like, oh, I'm, I'm not hearing anything, or like, yeah. uh, do I look okay today, I guess? It's more like, you know, every, I mean, you know, if I'm walking around, she's just like, oh my God, you look amazing. It does kind of get you out of your own head a little bit. Yeah. It does, because then it reminds you like, oh, right, because I'm not in charge of what I, like, I'm not, I'm not, why do I care what I look, you know what I mean? I can't control way, like, how other people yeah, perceive Yeah, right, exactly, yeah. and also yeah. like, I don't know how anyone perceives me, because I've had body dysmorphia for a hundred years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my whole life. So like, I, why do what I even, even try like? and bother of like looking in the mirror? Like, do I look good today? I don't know. Yeah, it did. I will say, like, it has had, and I think this happens for a lot of people, too. But and, and you know, I don't really, I don't necessarily feel good about the fact that this is the case. But like, I will say, like, having been in a committed relationship for a period, a long period of time yeah. now myself, like. I do think it's changed my mental health a lot in terms of how I look at myself because, you know, like you're not, and we, we talked about this on the last episode too. Like I think we so often equate love and appearance right and oh absolutely and and like oh well people... oh if I'm hot enough she'll love me yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. or people aren't yeah. gonna look at me twice unless I look a certain way right and I think that like that is is so detrimental and and I do think that you can find a place you know that is not that before right. entering into a serious committed relationship but I I will say it 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 helps Oh yeah well it helps because it's like I mean obviously number 1 there's no like I guess there could be, but there's no like rejection anyway. Right. Yeah. So, and the rejection, then you then turn the, fo- the the spotlight to yourself. Yes. And you're like, oh, it's probably because of this, or it's because of this, or it's because of this, and you, whatever the worst thing you're afraid of yeah. is right. what you're gonna you're gonna blame. So, well, like, and so and we've talked about this yeah. so many times, but for us, it was always like, oh, well, I'm not skinny enough. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's really hard to not think that way, especially because it doesn't matter how you feel about your own oh, body. Yeah. It's like, well, this person is a shallow person, and they right. they think or, they're not skinny. Or enough. the thing is, or they literally. They're like I have like I have, a, I have a boyfriend. And you're like oh she probably doesn't have a boyfriend. She probably just thinks yeah. I'm like too small or like or I'm too big yeah. right. or I'm too short or whatever you know whatever. Yeah. Or they're like, just like not into you. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they, but you're they like could have literally just or they had a boyfriend. And they're or, like, oh yeah. wow, no, you would have been great, but yeah, I have a boyfriend. And you're like oh, 
But they it's probably all don't. This. It's all then your brain just well, vomits exactly. out exactly. all the negative. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. with yeah. any rejection. It's like yeah. you know, in a, in, there has to be a reason, right? right. right. And in an acting career, it's the same fault. thing. It's yeah. like you, you know, you get rejected from a project, and it's like, oh well, it's because. I couldn't belt high enough, right, right. or I wasn't the right look, or I wasn't this, I wasn't Can't that. Kick my you face. make up every reason in the world, and it's like, no, you just weren't what they were looking right. for. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing, it's all about finding a match. Right, yeah. You know, when it comes to jobs, when it comes to relationships, it's finding a, a good match. And, yeah, always. You know. Yeah. But it, it, it's so hard to not make it personal because, once again, that's the right. only thing you can control. Right. You're like, it must be me because. It couldn't be because all... of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And X, Y, and Z are the things that I hate most about myself. Exactly. Because yeah. that's always what it comes back down to. Yeah. So like <laughs> you find what you hate the most about yourself and project it on others. Of course. You're like, oh, she hated, you know, or you go for a job interview and you're like, oh, God, you probably thought, like, oh, my hair looks stupid or something. You know, yeah, and it's yeah. like, if you, if you hate your hair or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, should we do this last one? Let's do it. Um, so we ask this to everyone, but what are three things that you love about your body? Hmm. I love number one that it works. I mean, mm-hmm. number one, uh, I think the human body is just an absurd mixture of things that just somehow all happen to work and it's amazing. And every day you wake up is mm-hmm. just thank God. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I really like. I guess, like, to uh, to look at it from that way, and then from, like, not a shallow way, but more shallow way, I really like my arms. Mm-hmm. I've always Love liked it. my arms, yeah. Um, like, I, I would, I, I'm very excited to get back to the gym and, like, get, get like, just that little bit more of, like, a pump, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have that, like, I miss the post-gym pump. But, <laughs> but, uh, and then, no, and then I'm, I'm really happy that, you know, it's got me to, to where I am. I mean, it's just, it's, it's successfully got me 30... Jesus, almost 33 years. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fucking it's impressive. It's impressive. It's terrifying, but also amazing. And, <laughs> and I love it. And yeah, and I mean, I, and I just, I, I think, you know, like Olivia and I have talked about this with like, like I'm not like, like when we're like cuddling, it's not like she's cuddling next to like this like tiny little, like I'm sure if we had met when I was 150 pounds, she would have been like, oh, like you're great, but like you're tiny. Like, yeah. You know? And I honestly probably wouldn't have said that, but like, but it just would have, you know, I like being kind of a sturdy, yeah, kind of like a, you know, solid. Like yeah, I feel yeah. like I can like defend her if I need to, or, like, or I look, <laughs> whether, bear, whether like I could or not. Yeah, whether, yeah, exactly. Like I could stand up to the bear and be like, ah, yeah. and then get mauled. But yeah, you know. <laughs> well, she's yeah. running that. Yeah, but in theory, yeah. maybe I can intimidate the bear for a second. And she could get away. Yeah, she I can run her that. half yeah. mile yeah. defense. Exactly. I love that. <laughs> well, well. Thank you so much for Thank joining us. Yeah. It's just like really been such a pleasure, and I feel like we finally got to delve into some things that we haven't really gotten. To yeah, yeah, which well, is listen, really exciting. I, I, thought, I remember, you know, we, we talked about this a while back, and I remember being like, I think I could give you kind of a unique, hopefully a unique perspective. Yeah, on, absolutely. On stuff and just, or at least just a different one. Yeah, maybe not unique, yeah. but different perspective. And I, I hope that um, maybe we'll expand our, our male listener. <laughs> Just a little bit. Um, but there definitely, I know that there are like a small handful of male listeners who are definitely going to appreciate a lot of what well, you have to say. And well, female yeah. listeners too. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's something that, you know, I've always tried to be pretty open about. And I think, you know, there have been times where I was like talking about it with friends and then later, you know, the way you were talking about with, with the work presentation, mm-hmm. someone come up and be like, hey, so... I'd love to talk more about this because, like, I'm worried about me or, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I've had guy friends do that. And, like, yeah. so it's something that I think 
the more, as with everything, the more we talk about it, the better. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Talking about stuff has never, ever not helped. Yeah. <laughs> never. You know? Yeah. Exactly. In the you long know? run. Yeah. Yeah, so... But thank you guys for coming. Absolutely. And thank you to everybody for listening. Um, As always. Oh, are we not ending it? No, not yet. Sorry. sorry. (laughs) I just want to remind everybody to rate, review, subscribe, follow, share us with your friends, your enemies, your lovers, whatever. Share us. We, you know, we, we definitely want to keep talking about this. We want to keep talking to you guys. So please mm-hmm. feel free to reach out. We've had a couple people reach out recently. Which has been really, really exciting. Very exciting. So keep doing that. Um, remember um, to always reach out if you have questions, concerns, mm-hmm. different opinions. Yeah. Or, some, you know, if you have a, just a, a talking point mm-hmm. that you'd like addressed or maybe that you'd like us to speak to, not that we're, you know, experts, considering but... ourselves experts, but, you know, like... We have opinions on everything. Right, of course, <laughs> because how could we not? So, anyway, thank you all for sticking with us every week, and... All Shades of Grey are beautiful. Bye. Bye. Bye.